The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legiones Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello everybody, my name is Jesse, and this is the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Horus Heresy 30k podcast. I'm here today with Caro, Will, and on the phone with Ryan. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Hi, really good. Doing well. Cool. So uh, this week, um, a few things came out. Uh, a few things we're going to talk about tonight is the uh, release of the Acastus Knight Asterius rules. Some uh, Black Library books that are going to be released for Horus Heresy. And um, that's the most of the news for this week. But um, we were talking a little bit earlier before the podcast started. And Kara, did you want to ask Will that question you were talking about? Yeah, so Jess and I are going to play the doubles at Nova to this year. But my problem is I have two legions for, to pick from. Jesse wants to play Unwarriors because I cannot wreck his Dark Angels down, sadly. Right, right. I have World Eaters and I have Emperor's Children. So right now I'm considering what to play. Emperor's Children would be cool, but with the whole thing with Petrabo and Fulgrim, I don't think they're too good to talk with each other. Well... Here's the thing. Uh, Angel Exterminatus, we've read that, yep. and we know that that is a good point of theme influence for your guys' doubles then, right? Both those legions did fight together yeah. against those statue people and against the Shattered Legions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, it ended poorly for Portorabo and Fulgrim. Their relationship was tarnished, to say the least, after that. But that could be a, a good theme. Now, the other theme that you could do is in Slaves of Darkness, when the Iron Warriors are dispatched to corral uh, Angron, and they end up beating the World Eaters in combat using, you know, their strategic might and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, and then subduing the World Eaters into joining the war for Horus and mm-hmm. going to Terra. So either, honestly, have a reference point for theme to go off of. It's Plus, just what phase in the war do you want to bring it at? I'd also, I have a demon fulgrim hopefully done by then, so the Emperor's Children might would maybe be better. Yeah. Plus, it would also be a great, uh, easy team name, just called Angel Exterminatus. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, take care of it so trademarked. perfectly. You guys can't use that, <laughs> listeners, yeah, that's, okay? That's taken. If you're listening and you go to the doubles event, you cannot use Angel Exterminatus. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, honestly, I think that would be the go-to. You already have a lot of Emperor's Children done, and well, I like them. A few. And you got a good bit of them done. That's true. And Jesse's, I guess, plugging away at some Iron Warriors here and there, right? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. yeah. I got a few things primed, just trying to test out different schemes, best way I want to do them. And sure. But yeah, but yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun for you guys, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Very Hammer and Anvil style. You could take, um, what's the right of war? Pride of, oh. Not Pride of Legion. The no, one I that don't. they get to choose when Mara they come. Scara. Yeah, the Maraskara. So you take Maraskara, and then he can take uh, Hammer of Olympia for four heavy supports, or 
what might be better is Iron Fire, since you're running artillery. Ride the Iron Fire. Yeah, so Iron Fire to support her Maruscara, I think that'd be a good, not only good theme, but the two combination rights of war could definitely synergize off does, each other pretty well. Does that work in the doubles at Nova? Can we both have separate rights of war? I thought it was one army, the way the, uh, the setup is. No, no, I believe you can have separate rights of war. Okay. Because we had separate rights of war at the last event. I was taken head of the oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a pride of the legion. Exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. if you're playing the same legion, you have to write in the same, same right of war. But I, I'd have to double check the primer. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, you guys should be good. And the, the one-two punch of you being the anvil and her being the hammer, mm-hmm. I think you guys have a lot of fun with that. Sounds right. good. Could even take some demons in there. Empress children liked them, so. Oh. Tricky, tricky. <laughs> hey, I made I had all this work with those portals. I want to use them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a good question. Thank you. I like uh, I like the theme idea. Yeah, that I came mm-hmm. up with. You did. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good idea. Uh, thanks, me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what, yeah, but totally yeah, gonna definitely. trademark that one for remembrance as a treat. Thanks, me. <laughs> thanks, me. <laughs> Ryan, uh, what what have you got going on in the hobby this week? I've been seeing a lot of little demons there, man. Oh man, I've been so <clears throat> so busy. Yeah, so I did the same thing I did with the militia. Uh, what when did I do the militia? It was in April. It was pretty much like three weeks straight of about uh, twelve hundred points of a militia. Yeah. And then here in May, from about May seventh to the second of June, I did about twelve hundred points. Uh, Good so gravy, yeah. man. I can just really be fun. jealous. Uh, it's awesome because. I have three squad. Uh, well, I have all my troops, so I have six troops choices filled out, which is cool. Um, and pretty much everyone is different. Every squad that I have in the army is completely different. So uh, I'd line up, you know, a squad of lesser demons and just play around with paint scheme, kind of generally theme them. But yeah, that's was, what I love. It was really fun. Really about your list and your whole model collection is that. They're so bizarre. It's as if you've taken each unit and you're like, I'm going to try this paint scheme this time. Oh, and yeah. you've never been like pigeon-toed into doing an entire White Scars army or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like every yeah. one can be its own unique little project. Yep. And that's why I, I was... Almost everything is airbrushed, which is... There's a few few areas where I did some brush work, but everything else is airbrushed. So I did... Uh, let's see... 10 corn-like demons. They're minotaurs from Reaper. I did seven nagas, which are beasts. I did 10 actual plague bearers, which were super fun. Uh, Very fun models to paint. I did seven mushroom men, magical mushrooms. I love those. Which are lesser demons, (laughs) uh, which are cool. And then two two, uh, squads of five swarms. And then a shrike and four brutes and a chosen. Yeah, man. That's a solid rounded list, man. Yeah, yeah. It's and not, you know, got, it's not 36 brutes or anything, but uh, it's still pretty fun. <laughs> I do have four uh three other squads of brutes, but I'm not I'm not going to mess with those until next year. Gotcha. But, uh, to round out my 2000 points, I have a couple creature caster kits that are going to uh be my demon lord and her brutes. But those will, those will be done after Nova. I don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. I've run out of time for my own projects now, so so, uh, on, yeah, you're, you're, you're kicking and, uh, into Nova then, right? What's that? I said you're kicking into Nova gear, right? Oh, yeah, man. 
Uh, I'm actually on my desk right now is the White Scars Charity Army that I'm doing a few few minor repairs after they've made it through the warp, and then I'm going to be finishing up the basing on these. Uh, I have not painted these; these were sent by six other artists. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I'm just I'm going to do a little bit of weathering to bring the bases together and stuff. But gotcha. Uh, yeah, these will be going out and getting ready for auction in July, and after that, it's all um just terrain terrain and mission pack stuff and terrain and terrain yeah i've been getting ready he's trying to write my rules and everything for zm people are already bringing up some good questions about zm that i'm like oh i didn't even consider that but mm. uh yeah so uh, yeah so that's what i've been up to yeah and uh plugging away every night that's good that's pretty impressive jesse what about you what have you been doing in the hobby I know you crammed out a bunch of Dark Angel stuff. That was like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, a couple of yeah. weeks ago. And mm-hmm. then what, you haven't really had a chance to get back into it since? Um, yeah, it comes in binging for me. Yeah. It comes Extreme in waves. Extreme binges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there'll be like weeks at a time where I don't really touch anything, and then one week where I'm just... Let me get shitloads exactly. done. Yeah. I did a kit bash of Warmonger. Yeah. Which was pretty Oh, fun. also you got yeah. those decals in, right? Yeah. Have yeah. you started applying them yet? Not yet. Not oh, yet. okay. Okay. Well, you applied one, I think. Or uh, he might have done it. I found a micro set of micro soul oh. in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, sorry, oh. I hit the mic there. <laughs> was, oh, man, that was weird. We just took like a hit on the void shields or something. <laughs> but yeah, Damn. Here's a warmonger I got right here. Oh, dude. Yeah. <sighs> but um. So uh, for the listeners, it's a base model of... Um, 40K Cypher. 40K Cypher. The new, the new, the new Cypher. 40, yeah. Uh, and a lot of his bizarre markings. His cloak has been fixed a lot. Yeah, uh, did a lot of green stuff on that. Yeah, he's got a new awesome Dark Angel shoulder pad and a Dark Angel's greatsword. Yeah, I put a Tartaros shoulder pad. Yeah, I see that, yeah. Gave That's it a little bit more uh, esoteric look and to then, it. Uh, what's that type of jetpack he's got? I'm trying to remember. Oh, uh, the Anvilus uh, backpack. The Anvilus pad for the, jetpacks, like the yeah. Chaos guys. Gave yeah. him a little bit more uh, menacing look, I yeah, thought. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's going to be a great warmonger. <laughs> Deep strike with some Terminators. I'm going to take a picture later and put it on Instagram so you can all see it. Yeah. Well, you got to paint it first. Yeah. Well, so it's primed. And that's half the battle for Dark Angels. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kara, what about you? I know we were talking Emperor's Children earlier. Yeah, I'm pretty much on a demon binge as well. I just... I'm on the break here. I finished all the demon portals. And since then, I didn't do anything else yet. I have a bunch of black bears ready to keep going. Mm-hmm. I built and painted a bunch of my uh, corn guys. Mm-hmm. The blood letters, or not blood letters, but the, uh, the, autom- the hounds. Oh, yeah, the, oh, the flesh hounds are great. Mm-hmm. They are really nice model. And Is it so the one from Wrath and Raptures, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I keep looking at them. They're gorgeous. Like, they really have redone. Like, those hounds are amazing. They are. They were, they were not the nicest to, uh, to build. Also, like yeah, lots of gaps or something like that. Just the gaps are sometimes in not the perfect, not the nicest spots. There and they're very spiky. You would oh, be surprised oh, how much yeah. they hurt when they're that spiky. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's why I stick with power armor. It's nice and curved. Doesn't hurt me when I cut right. it or or use it or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then we'll see. I still need to figure out what base I want to put on all the demons. I'm kind of want to do a really fancy one, but I don't want to put the time in for each and every demon I'm gonna play eventually. Yeah. 
no, that's Ryan, kind of where I'm at for my yeah. uh, for my bases. Yeah, too. yeah, because I noticed that you're still, I think, in like the deciding phase for bases, right? What's that? yeah? Well, so the downside to using I used uh, probably ninety percent of the models that I used in the army all have the integrated bases. Yeah, oh. Reaper is really yeah. big into integrated bases, mm-hmm. and the creature caster stuff that I have, uh, obviously, those have like custom bases too. So when it's not, I put them on bases because I was anxious and I just wanted to like get them on there so I could play. Sure. Uh, but now I'm looking at it and I'm like, holy shit, that's a lot of just random randomness. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, so with those pre-done bases, I've had to do models like that before in the past. Um, some Age of Sigmar kits have like pre-integrated bases in that. Yeah. Um, so taking green stuff and kind of evening out with it, kind of making sloping it off and that kind of stuff, and then sanding over that could possibly be an option for you. Uh, if you haven't already thought of that, just kind of. No, I mean, I've got ideas. I, yeah. I think I'll, well, I'll probably just use putty. The issue is that, you know, the models are already painted, right? So yeah. you, you could just, um, yeah. just cut through the uh, base itself, cut around the feet. You are yeah. right, except some yeah. of these Reaper dudes are pretty thick, spindly. Thick. Spin- spin- spindly. Oh, the legs are the legs yeah, are spindly. Yeah. No, well, that's why yeah. you gotta like. Well, yeah. There's, yeah. Painting is not a thing, especially when you look at the swarms. Those sure. are like little. I mean, you can also try to get a very mixed base theme with some warp stuff around it just to make it look like they are together but at the same time they're all out of different zones. Mm. You never know where they yeah. fell out of the warp. Oh, you know what maybe else I'll, actually thinking about? I'm sorry, Ryan, go ahead. I was, uh, maybe I'll cheat and I'll just do like some sort of uh, fog effect where I get a cotton ball oh, and yeah. I glue it to the base and make <laughs> it look like they're all walking through fog mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then I just mm-hmm. cover their feet. Or snow. <laughs> Or grass tufts everywhere. They're well, walking through Sahara. They're just yeah, walking right. through a forest. There's hey. trees everywhere. We can't just, yes, that's right. But it's, I'm thinking, it saved me many a time. <laughs> what about what about using water effects mixed with red paints to make it look like they're just wading through blood? Also, a blood bath. That would be pretty. Mm. Yeah, that's you know, good. there's options. There's options. Uh, now that said, another time I had I encountered like pre-built bases and I didn't know the Myrmidon Destructors. Oh, yeah. They oh, really? Pre-made bases attached. And it was so, because I bought them from Jared, and I was like, these are going to be great, because I have my secret weapon bases that I use for my army. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so, well, so I they, had, they have, they're not pre-made bases, but they have underneath the feet, it's got that integrated, it's got a good chunk of resin underneath the actual yeah. model. Mm-hmm. So it's I had to like cut all that, rocks. yeah, I had to cut all that away. Oh, my God. That yeah. Pain. Mm. Yeah. But that, you're right. It's not technically an integrated base, but it definitely is like. It's a lot. It, I don't know how to explain it. It's such a chunk. Like you said, it's a chunk of resin down there at the bottom <laughs> that keeps it all together. And you're just like, good Lord. This was and not what I expected. It, it, uh, it rolls over the cape, like the cape rolls over it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, yeah, it's kind of a pain in the butt. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, they're done. So thank God. And yeah. now I'm always careful whenever I buy a model. I'm like, is this got something like that I got to pay attention to? Or is it just got <laughs> legs? What am I working yeah. with here? My foregroom has speaking of, too. Yeah, sorry. Speaking of mech, actually, Ryan. Yeah. I saw a post recently that you put up. Yeah. So what's happened? You just you just done um, with the mech then? <clears throat> no, 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 no. I'm not getting rid of my mech. So uh, I am selling off my Cybernetica 
I'm, I'm uh, what, how do they say it in the, in the biz? Uh, I'm divesting myself. Ah, diversifying your bonds. Yeah. I'm diversifying. So what I've, what I've been doing, this is really most of my hobby this last couple of weeks is uh, going through my massive armies and just skimming fat or trimming fat. Yeah. Um, I had like six or seven K of mech. So I'm going to cut a couple. I'm, gonna, I'm basically going to have 3,500 points. That's going to be the max. That includes the Lord of War. Most okay. games I play are like between two and three K. So having a 6,000 point army doesn't do a whole lot for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel you on that, man. Like, uh, it's great to have a collection, but at some point, like, if, you, you got to ask yourself, like, am I going to use this or is this now just a display piece? Yeah. Exactly. Kind of like for me right now where I have so much Dark Angel stuff. And I realize there's things, there are models that I have that I haven't used probably in, like, years almost. Yeah. There's models I've used once, and I'm like, what the fuck, Will? So that's what I'm doing with the... Uh, Iron Warriors yeah. from Nova Doubles is I'm taking stuff that I never use and building a list out of it and trying to recycle what I have right now. It's not a bad idea. No, that's that's a good way to do it. I mean, yeah. it's nice to have a large army where you can like you can pick and pull units and try yeah. different combinations. Options are nice. <clears throat> but yeah, at least for my mech, like I had a really strong uh cybernetica contingent, mm-hmm. which was really only like twelve 12 robots, but that's a lot. But of they pills. were very strong 12 robots. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, and then a bunch of Thalax and Myrmidons. Yeah. And I really enjoy playing the Thalax and Myrmidons. And that's what I built my narrative off of. The robots are cool, but it's also the part that like when I put robots on the table, that's people usually roll their eyes. Even yeah. though they're not that bad. No, but, I, uh, I get it. I, I yeah. uh, experience I... the same thing. That's why I've tried to uh, limit the the robot usage. Also, I mean, I had five red butchers against the robots, and it was surprisingly hard. So, yeah. For me, though, I typically use the robots as a point sink. Like, if I'm like, "Oh man, I can't make three thousand points," and I'll be like, "All right, let me add in six hundred points mm-hmm. into five models, and then that that ought to do it." You know? No, that's true. Yeah, okay. it makes it, building it, lists really easy. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, "Oh well, you know, if it." And honestly, I feel like people are way more capable of dealing with monstrous creatures now than they were before. Like, we have so many more tools at our disposal to kill monstrous creatures than we used to, you know? I agree. But, uh, no, I I completely feel you. I I understand completely. I have a whole bunch of more stuff to add to my Iron Hand still, but I'm at the point where it's like, there's so much here, I could do a whole other Legion. Yeah. And be be fine, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, why not? I'm jumping between legions just because yeah. I think they're all kind of cool. And that's the thing, right? With the Shattered Legion, that's always my thing is I can be like, well, let me, like, recently, for hobby for me, is I did uh, uh, some salamanders finally. Added some salamanders awesome. in. So I did a tactical support squad, which I'll have pictures up tonight of them. Uh, I just finished their bases before coming over here. Uh, but then, you know, like, hey, man, I feel like I really want to do uh ultramarine thing. And then just, bam, just do a Single squad and an HQ of Ultramarines, you know. I love the fact that they've done Shattered Legions because it makes oh yes your hobby uh, ADD like you can always just give that as your excuse to be like oh no I'm just gonna add this to the to the Shattered Legions that's all man <laughs> I'm just added to the Shattered Legion yes, that's so. how it starts yeah but it it does give you that it's the same thing that I was dealing with the demons it gives you the variation you don't you don't burn out on the color scheme. 
Exactly. You know, doing a hundred of the same power armor guys. And people were asking, I, I, I have had people approach me and be like, how did you do your salamander? Because I, I did like a test scheme and put that up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I was like, literally the exact same as the iron hand, just with green instead of gray. Like, that, that, that's it. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's my creativity level. <laughs> change but the base works. color. <laughs> change the base color. Yeah, and like Mechanicum. Well, what would you do with that? Well, I just did red instead of gray, but it's the exact same as the iron hands, yeah. Once you have some a scheme like a stone... Perfect. Yeah. Don't change it. And that's that's what I like is I can just change out the primary armor color and be like, it's a whole new project now, you know? <laughs> Lie to myself like that. Hey, can I show you guys a little bit of something I've been looking at as far as... Of course. Oh, yeah. So I know we haven't really delved into the malevolence, the generic Space Marine Legion stuff, but the Omega Destroyer or the uh, the Sakaran Punisher and the Sakaran Omega Tank Destroyers. Yeah. Can now be squadroned with uh, two? Two, paired, yeah. They Dark. call them squadrons, but they're pairs. Yeah. Come on, so, Forge World, don't lie to me. Don't piss on me and call it rain. Fun little <laughs> thing with the uh, Dark Angels Iron Wing. Oh, what's that? What's so, that? So um, they have a rule called interlocking fire, where if there's a tank squadron of at least two, it increases their BS by one. Oh, my God. So you can look at a Legion Secure and Punisher squadron, that's just standing still and uh, basically two or 36 shots a piece. A piece? Because they fire twice, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They get rending. Oh, okay. 36 shots rending if they don't move at BS5. And that's not including the heavy bolter sponsons, the heavy bolter hole mounted, and Mm -hmm. the heavy bolter pentel mounted. Yeah. Can all those take... Those heavy bolters of yours can't take mucoline acid shells, can they? Those cannot. It's only okay. for um because I'd be like Astartes Jesus and Christ. Oh my. But that's it's still insane. Thirty six yeah. rending shots. Or think of the, the Omega tank destroyer with its plasma volley. Yeah. Heavy six twin linked at BS five. Oh my god. Done. Whatever it is, twelve yeah. dudes are just dead. Just pick them up, so take them off the board. That little uh, addition of the squadrons is. Looks yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, absolutely. Dark Angels did get something out of Book 8 after all, huh? <laughs> That's right. Finally. But yeah. Well, actually, so let's, I mean, I know we haven't done a big session, but I want to talk about the Mortifactor. Yeah. And how true. great he is for You guys have probably Legion. already heard all the rules anyway by every other Heresy podcast. Yeah, we're so let's just jam. Ryan, you good with that? You good with just Yeah, whatever, jamming? man. All right. Okay. <laughs> so... For my salamanders, I've been trying to think about an HQ that would fit the salamanders. You know, I think Chaplain, sure. Uh, Primaris Medicaid is another one. Uh, but then the Mortifactor came out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, while it would be more in theme to have an Iron Hands, Iron Father taking care of, you know, the Dreadnoughts, I'd, something about it just makes me feel like a salamander... They're all Forge Masters. They would sure. definitely be more than capable. And you'll also know that my Shattered Legions do not have any Iron Fathers or Freighters because I think they're bad guys, and I don't like bad guys, okay? <laughs> uh, so I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to do it. So I have a Salamander Mortifactor. Now, another thing, because Shattered Legions is a little dated now and not up to date with Book 8 and Book 8, and the Mortifactor never mentions that the Dreads have to be from the all-same Legion, it then gives me the opportunity to paint up 
a bunch of different dreads from different legions that I've had my eye on. Yeah. I've never had a, like, why would I ever buy an Imperial Fist Dreadnought? I don't know. They look cool, but do I need them? No. No, you But need now them. I can, and I can put them with the Mortifactor and just be like, he's babysitting a bunch of dreads we found and brought back. That's pretty cool. There you go, man. Uh-huh. I like it. Yeah. Now the dreads, of course, won't, I, I won't be using any of the special Legion rules, like, auto simulacra or anything on them they'll all sure. just look different and play off of the mortifactor's rules just a vanilla yeah now that said <laughs> the mortifactor with ferris manis running head of the gorgon it's pretty ridiculous guys okay <laughs> so they already get feel no pain the mortifactor gives them feel no pain mm-hmm. all right then with ferris manis they get it will not die <laughs> and with Blessed Auto Simulacra from Head of the Gorgon, they get a second chance to roll and it will not die on a six up. <laughs> so, holy God, man. I read that and I was like, okay, I might need to try that in a mega battle once or something. But we'll see. Currently, I don't even have any dreads. I only have a world eater dread. I take that back. I got a plastic one. So, there in we the box. go. Just sitting like a co- like in a coffin. Yeah, <laughs> he's just sitting there sleeping in a coffin. I mean, it's not like they change a lot when you put them on. Mm. They look so stiff. Oh, well. Yeah. I think that's one of the, the most blandest, the blandest model. It was a little disappointing. But Especially for the price now. $60. Yeah. Oof. For a static dreadnought. For GW. You gotta look into that, man. Yeah, no thank you. But what else we got then? Um, got some uh, Black Library books. Oh yes, out from the Black Library Weekender. Oh, did you see this, Ryan? Uh oh, there's a new Solar Wars, right? Yep, oh, yep. Yeah. So we got a couple names for some upcoming Solar Wars books. Let's jump to that. The Lost and the Damned, which has some really cool artwork of Sanguinius. Yeah, it's a really nice cover. Yeah, and the Imperial I st- Army troopers. I still have not finished Solar War, but it is. That's where are you at right now? 10 hours in. Oh. <laughs> I need to get started there. I didn't. Just jump didn't on in. It. It's about to just skyrocket. It's going to escalate super quick and be like, what is happening? <laughs> so I'm, I was looking at the, the picture for uh, the Lost. Is it Lost and Damned? Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. I'm sorry. But a, a trench line three deep of guardsmen. In front that of is only waist house. high. It's only waist high. It's waist high. Those guys are so seriously fucked. Like, They're so dead. These poor like, souls. The deadest. Oh, man. Well, that's where you're like, wrong, Ryan. Does it have no iron warriors to dig a trench for them? No, Ryan, I yeah. just want to let you know how wrong you are because that's actually not a trench. It's just a shallow grave. They're just, that's it. They've just dug their own grave. Yeah. But Dorn at least was like, Hey, go start digging graves for the traitor scum we're going to kill at the front lines. <laughs> And this, really, they didn't have enough room in the Imperial Palace, and they were running out of rations. Yeah, so they, so they just sent a bunch of dudes out there to, quote, dig graves. <laughs> All right, everybody jump in, is what looks yeah. like Sanguinius. Yes. Oh, no, no, <laughs> they won't be here for months. It's going to be months now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least they were happy while doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, those no. smiles we're on their g- we're faces. We're going to give you 96 hours of leave after this, so don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. Oh. Total military thing, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got a solid 96 coming. Man, uh, so we have Lost in the Dam. That's great, because we've always heard that term used throughout 
Boy Whenever Chang. describing the uh, the traitors. Yeah. Are they the traitors? Oh. Maybe the traitors are the lost, but the Imperium are the damned. Mm. Damn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, then we have the first wall. That's going to be... Okay, so first off, uh, Guy Haley is the one who's writing the the last... The last and the dawned. <laughs> the I got lost a tiny little damned. picture on the sheet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the first wall is another one from the Solar War Terra, and that's uh, Gav Thorpe. So looking forward to those. For the first wall, we don't have a picture, uh, but I'm going to guess it's going to be a picture of a wall if we have to <laughs> make a guess. Maybe Karn jumping over it. Oh, yeah. Well, who breaches the first wall? The Iron Warriors, don't they? Well, I guess uh, the book will tell us. the story of the... Horse heresy I, before. I think so. I honestly, I read so many books. Jesse, they all kind of get together. Yeah. Don't they <laughs> use some of those doomsday weapons that the lion just handed over willy-nilly to Perturabo? Oh, would make sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because wasn't it like stated that it's so powerful it could even like bring down the Imperial walls? Oh, was the it? Imperial Palace. It's been so long. I, I did not read that book. Yet. If that line is in there and they, they do a callback from like 10 years ago, that's going to be fucking sick. If they're like, remember remember, we told you about how crazy these weapons were? Here we we remembered them, and so did the Iron Warriors. Yeah. That's nice. really why uh, the Lion has not gone back to Terra. He's just like, he doesn't uh, want to face Dorn and be like, so... Bye, Ryan. Have a good time. No. <laughs> See you, Ryan. <laughs> he always gets annoyed when... Uh, we lost the call. I, I, I don't know what happened. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Okay, yeah. okay, he's back. He's back. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have the power, Ryan. Just letting you know. Oh, you cut me off. Yeah, he did. As soon as the <laughs> yeah, Dark Angel remarked, he just that. like, oh, oh man. Just... Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It feels good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And he, he cannot shut me off when I point stuff out like this normally. Yeah. So. You cannot yeah. point holes. No holes exist. <laughs> um, uh, and then it looks like what do we just have? Just a more reason. Everybody complains that the line... No, Lion doesn't trust anybody. Yeah, he's got good fucking reason not to trust anyone anymore. Yeah, we one time tried to loan our neighbor a fucking power drill, and they stole it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we have Josh Reynolds is doing a uh, Black Shield's audio drama, The Broken Chain. So this follows... Uh, or No, it's The Broken Chain. Yeah, it's called a, in the audio drama, The Broken yeah, but it's a black shield. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I thought you said the broken shield. I was like, oh no, no, no. Okay. So yeah. Uh, and again, this follows uh, Indrid, uh, old man Har. There. Some of you guys who play black shields might use them. I personally don't. I never have. I always like the. Uh, what's the knight errant guy? Garrow. No, oh, the, oh, the, the dark angel. Neiman Reaver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we have. Constantine Valdor, my baby boy. Valdor, birth yeah. of the Imperium. The Chris Rate. So this is, uh, for this book, I don't know if the preface, preface is uh, Horus Heresy or if this is its own standalone. I, mean, I think it's... The way it reads, although it says one of the most requested stories from the 31st millennium is the origin tale of Constantine Valdor. Yeah. I think this is taking place. This isn't a Horus Heresy book. This is a, if anything, it's a Unification Era book. This may be the first in many long lines of Unification War books we see, folks. Who knows? That would be pretty cool. Valdor, Birth of the Imperium. Now, if you read, um, what are you looking for? Nothing. I just hear like a static scratch in my ear. Anyway, anyway, 
Bad saying, no, no, not no, no, that. No. no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but if you have read, uh, uh, what do they call the, not the Mesocordia blade? Uh, give me one second. Talk amongst yourself while I find this book. I have it. Well, Ryan, how many books do you know with, with blade in the tra- in the title? Ah, two metaphysical blades. Ah. Yes. Okay. So that is uh, the Apollyon spear, and then mm-hmm. Constantine Valdor's. Well, the Apollo, the Apollo, yeah, the, Apollo, the Apollonian spear is Constantine Valdor's. Is it? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh! Which is the the wolf Wolfsbane is oh Wolfsbane. Okay. I, well, hey, uh, listeners, don't at me. Okay, I, I know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Um. But yeah, so that'll be good. We already know about where the blades originate from. That was a good talk between the Emperor and... Uh, Malkador. Malkador, yeah. you know. So uh, it'll definitely be great to see where Valdor himself came from. Recently, I listened to uh, Magisterum again. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good one. Ryan, you ever check that out as a fellow Custodes player? Oh, um, I mean, I'm like the most casual of Custodes players. doesn't so matter. You still, you still have the title, book. okay? You still have the title. <laughs> You can't run from it. I know, I can't. <laughs> um, um, no, but I have not. It's just a conversation between Dorn and Valdor. And uh, Dorn's like, you know, you guys shouldn't have gone into the webway. It was a fool's errand. You already knew it was going to be lost. You didn't need to lose 9,000 warriors in the process. And Valdor's like, yeah, well, I wish the Emperor aborted you. And it was, <laughs> it was rough. He, he, do, he goes back in like a, a flashback thing where he's standing in Prospero and he's like, of all the times we never spoke up, why didn't we speak up during their creation? Hmm. So Valdor just Ooh. fucking hates the Astartes to death. I, like you talk about like an older brother who all of a sudden has a baby brother come in and who's super <laughs> jealous. That's Valdor pretty much. He's just like, <laughs> I mean, it's worse. He has 18 baby brothers. Yeah, exactly. And they're like the yeah. worst bunch. But I mean, uh, he is effectively Primark and all but name. That's what they've said. He's not a warlord. Or a lord of war, I mean. <laughs> so yeah, those are the three, uh, or four technically, heresy novels that we're looking forward to. I love the fact that, yeah, like I mentioned to you earlier, Will, like with the Black Shields audio drama, yeah. they're still putting out Horus Heresy stuff. Yeah, like, they're not done. There's still plenty of content to explore. The Siege of Terra is not the end of the Horus Heresy series. Yeah. Uh, and th- of course, you know, with the Black Library stuff, there's plenty of other stuff. 40K, Age mm-hmm. of Sigmar, uh, it's good to see them doing a lot more Age of Sigmar fluff. I know a lot of people have a problem with the whole old world being destroyed and everything like that, and there not being much new fluff in Age of Sigmar. So they're they're pushing out some some new uh, Black Library stuff to lore. give you that. You I've know? heard good things about. It. Yeah. I like people are saying that you know Age of Sigmar is finally getting back to a little bit of a darker root that yeah. was planted from. And what Fantasy about uh, Ryan? Did you see the uh, the Black Library horror books that they're doing? The Warhammer uh, Horror, they're calling it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them. I'm not, uh, I can barely keep up with Horror's Heresy. <laughs> oh, okay. Books. Okay, I need to test those out. I love horror books. Yeah. Uh, I am very interested to check out these horror books myself. Mm-hmm. I And they had take place in 40K. So if you already think it's grim and dark, like, add in the horror aspect of how really grim and dark it is. Mm. That's the thing. All of the books should be written as horrors because it is a horrific yeah. place, you know? But instead, they write them as action sci-fi. So, way too much bolter shoot. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's good. So, what what are we working on next then? Well, we got the rules for the Acastus Knight Asturias. Yeah, this thing is shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, you heard the first rule: we're never painted. Yeah. Okay. Come on, guys. It it looks like hot garbage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to get this off my chest. Okay. And right. I've said it looks and I've probably terrible. I've probably said this on the cast before. If I haven't, then I'm saying it now. This thing should have always been built in the same way the Porphyrin was. They should have never put arms on this thing. Mm-hmm. They should have been shoulder-mounted cannons like the Porphyrin. They should have never been independent little dangly boys. We'll say it does look like 80s Titan. And I don't style. like that. I think the Maybe. 80 Titan it should looks, have stayed in the 80s. You know what it looks like? <laughs> it looks like a uh, War Machine Warjack in, in larger mm. 28. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it looks like. It looks like... Completely tiny legs and big old gorilla arms yeah. that just yeah Maybe it legs. does look like a warjack yeah, but uh, no I think they should have done hull mounted or shoulder mounted whatever you want to call it uh, weapon emplacements like the Derrideo and like the Perfiron arms as guns or guns for arms is the dumbest thing ever <laughs> if you fall over and you try to pick yourself up with your gun arms you're just damaging your guns you'll never fire straight again. no. <laughs> I mean, it's not about firing straight. It's just oh. about hitting stuff. I guess the idea is they never fall over. True. But you oh. never. If you fall over, you're probably dead in 40 I games. guess, yeah. You better be anyone. dead. You cannot let the God Emperor down. <laughs> but I mean... I, okay, so I guess the advantages of arms... Now we're getting into the mechanical technicals, technicalities of this weapon platform, okay? Okay. Uh, the advantages of arms is you can pivot each one independently without having to pivot your torso. Mm-hmm. Whereas shoulder-mounted, you will have to... a very you, you probably could maneuver your cannons to a small degree, just as a tank can move its cannon without moving its turret entirely, but it's a smaller degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, maybe maybe that's it. They just feel like, oh, being able to independently turn your, your weapons is better than turning your entire hull. I don't know, Ryan. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I'm just not a fan. I mean, I don't. I haven't looked at the rules. Um, maybe they're cool, and I'm sure. I'm sure the model speaks to someone, right? There's going to be good people that buy it, and if it's on the table, that's cool. If you get it painted, but I have no inclination. Agreed. I now finally need to look up a picture of it. Oh. <laughs> You'll, you'll know it when you see it. Let's get into the rules then. All right. Since you haven't seen them, we'll, we'll talk about them. Uh, the Akas, do you want to read them, Jesse? I'm, I can, some of it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The no, Akas- read the whole thing from start to finish. No, <laughs> the writing is too tiny. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I printed two pages in once. Great. 540 points. Lord of War slot for Mechanicum Tagmata or Knights Questorus Crusade armies. Maybe taken in other armies as an engine of death. Yeah, man, I, too small. Too I small. Just okay. Too small. All right. So the Castus Knight <laughs> Astaris glasses, man. is a uh, weapon skill four, ballistic skill five, strength ten, front armor fourteen, side thirteen, rear twelve, initiative three, attack three with eight hull points. So I think that's the exact same as the Profiron. Probably. Yeah, I think it. Well, I think that's just an Acastus chassis is going to be that stat line. Uh. So it's a vehicle, Walker Super Heavy. It's got the two twin-linked conversion beam cannons. Not heavy conversion beamers. Conversion beam cannons, all right? It's also got, uh, as I predicted or theorized, one Karaknos mortar battery, mm-hmm. which is the same thing as... Uh, the Pofiron? No, no, no. Ryan, help me out here. Is it the, called the Karaknos? The Karaknos. Oh, yeah. for the Mechanicum? Yeah. That little so it's like uh, a little... 
it's a different type of mortar system, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like the 60 inch. It's got a three shot rad page. It does three or four special rules. It's pretty cool. I like it. Ignores yep. cover, pins, three inch yeah, blast, yeah. barrage. So three, it is yeah. the exact same weapon. 60 yep. inches, strength 5, AP 4, heavy 3, barrage, 3 inch, flesh bane, red phage, ignores cover, and to top it all off, pinning. I said most of that. You did. You did. <laughs> but uh, that's a cool little cool little artillery device on that thing. Yeah, I, I, I really for, uh, like the, uh, the Karaknos tank. I really want one. Mm. Ryan, you know anybody who's getting rid of one, you holler at your boy, okay? What's that now? <laughs> A correctness. Oh, I want a correctness. I'm, yeah. that's, I'm going to flip some of these uh, robot bitches into some correctnesses. Yeah. Um, it's got an ion shield also. Ocular automatics it can pick up for free. Or not free. Ten points. Uh, special rules. Household rank. Questorus only, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blessed Auto Simulacra. That is Mechanicum Tecmata only. Uh, It is a super heavy, which means it has Fear, Hammer of Wrath, Invincible Behemoth, Move Through Cover, Relentless Smash, and Strike Down. For that time that you really need to make your enemies go at initiative one. Yeah. (laughs) If you're running this guy in the middle of things anyway, though, what has happened? What have you done? Yeah, you're playing him wrong. Yeah. Uh, Household rank, I'm not going to read the rules for that. Blessed Elsimilacra, we all know that. Ion Shield, same thing. Uh, now, this is also, uh, I'm not sure about the Pophyron, but it's just a regular ion shield of a four up. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to. No, it's four ups. Four up on all hits facing until the start. Yeah, so you, you, yeah. you'll choose your side and it'll be four up. Yeah. Right, right. Just like But the other I one. didn't know if it was a flare shield. I know there's some oh. knights that had, like, uh, there's a couple of Mechanicum knights, the Strix and the Magera. Magera. Okay. Magera. They have flare shield. Uh, gotcha. ion shields. So not only does it provide a four-up save, but it also reduces the strength of incoming attacks. Yeah, well, that's uh-huh. uh, like <clears throat> the Atropos has yeah, the ionic it. flare shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get the four-up save, and then it, it has some of the, uh, you know, reducing by either neg two strength or neg one strength. So this is modeled in the same fashion as a Mechanicum Knight, which is weird that they don't have it, it doesn't have a flyer, an ion flare shield in that case then, right? All the other... Maybe they figured it was already powerful enough with yeah. front armor 14. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need a knight with front armor 15 <laughs> that was a gun platform. Yeah. Well, probably remember- well, you know what would happen. You know, they would give this a flare shield. Then we're, oh, why doesn't the Porphyron have a flare shield? Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Why doesn't everybody have a flare shield? Because it's got Titan arms for... It's got Titan weapons for arms. So, yeah, let's get into these flipping arms, okay? Uh, conversion beam cannon. Uh, so this is a this follows your standard conversion beamer style of death and destruction with a three tiered system, right? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. So zero to eighteen is going to be strength ten, AP three, ordnance one, blast three inches. Still yeah. AP three, still strength ten. Yeah, but shit. And I'll tell you why. But hey, keep in mind these are two. These are two twin-linked conversion. Oh no, no, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. So, in relative terms, eighteen inches. Let's talk shit. Let's yeah. talk about why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eighteen to forty-two inches, strength ten, AP two, or in its one large blast and wrecker is now added. That's still shit. Okay. <laughs> Here's why. 
42 inches to 72 inches. Strength 10, AP1, Ordnance 1, Massive Blast. That's 7-inch, folks, of Wrecker. And guess what? They added on a little special rule for you there, too. Sunder. If it wasn't enough that you had twin-linked, they added Sunder to it. Folks, I'm telling you, this, this weapon system is amazing, okay? It's not D, which is okay. Mm-hmm. I can live with that. Yeah. Uh, strength 10, AP1, Wrecker Sunder, 7 inches. Now, it doesn't ignore cover, but that's okay. <laughs> that's what your correctness mortar battery is for. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so immediately, let's let's talk about this. A keep conversion, it again, a heavy conversion beamer. Keep in mind. Go ahead. It's firing two of these bad boys that are twin linked. linked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just super heavy because so it can fire at two separate targets, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> You're right. All right. So so this Heck. also does not are you trying to measure out 72 inches right now no i was looking for tw- 42 inches because inches are hell but oh, so oh, that's yeah. so yeah. far away the short end is 48 inches i just found about okay. yeah hey, that's that's a long way to go yeah. there so you're gonna have to place this in a corner and shoot at things on the other corner for it to be at its most effective right hope that somebody puts something but mega battles corner. that's what this thing is gonna true yeah. yeah um what else what else is there uh this thing doesn't have calibration like the heavy conversion beamer does. The heavy conversion beamer, even if you move, you still can't snap fire it, even if you have relentless, because it's just so heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this thing cares not. And I'll tell you why. They, they, rid it, they wrote the it arms. In, its, in its fluff. It's the yeah, arms. The arms, obviously, yeah. <laughs> These weapons are irreplaceable relics of a lost technology, each capable of sundering the walls of a mighty fortress and laying low powerful foals in a single blast. So, yeah, that's why. They're relic weapons. They're Like, these things are fielded not everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, these are very valuable pieces, like assets that are held for only the most dire circumstances, so... Guys, I can't wait till they come to uh, Adeptus Titanicus. That'll be great. Oh, man. The Pythorin's already come making its way here, yeah. so... Little, yeah. Tiny little arms. Tiny little dumb arms <laughs> dangling off. Dinosaur arms. Super cute. Yeah. So, Ryan, hearing those rules, what, what do you think of it now? You think it's any better, or you think the uggo factor is so high that no matter how great rules are, it's not going to help? Um, okay, so uggo factor pretty high. Yeah. But uh, I think, I, I don't know, I think uh, I, I love that it has a Karaknos battery, because that's cool. Yeah. I, th- I think unless you're playing against, like, a gunline army that's not going to move, this thing is going to have limit, more limited effect the further into the game you go. Because mm-hmm. a, a smart opponent is going to push as quickly into, towards that thing as possible. Yeah. And at a certain point, and what's the what's the max strength? It's always strength ten, right? Yeah, but then it's just AP three with a small blast. It goes from AP one blast. to two to three, and then it's just a small blast. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, great, you're so vaporizing three guys. That, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I would just push as close to it as I can. Yeah, and then it's it really. I mean, yes, it is a super heavy walker, so you have to watch that. But it's not. It's not designed to fight other super heavies. Um, in close combat, so yeah. as always, you can, can kind of nullify it just by getting close to it. Yeah, that's a, yeah, right. Yep. Just your your positioning 
can make this thing wasted. But then you start stomping. Yeah. Yeah. Now that so. being said, I mean, <laughs> trying, we all know to what quickly happened. against this thing up the board. You've got two of those cannons that are twin linked. Yeah. Right? So even when it's uh, what's the range? Is it twenty four to forty two? Uh, it's 18, 18 to 42. Isn't it strength 10 AP2 at that point? Yeah. Strength 10 AP2, large I mean, blast. Yeah, you're, you're driving a Spartan up. That's still... Yeah, it's still enough to, to pin it and explode it. If you're Yeah, if you're... so, I mean, and you could do that. You could potentially target, you know, a couple Land Raiders each turn. Um, you could do one long shot all the way down the board and kill something in the backfield and kill something that's coming right at you, so... It, it's going to be a threat for sure. I think I would, if I had to choose, I would probably take a Porphyron. Um, I wish we had the Porphyron rules right here. Cause I, I'd like some, to see. I mean, not necessarily that they're better rules, but that it looks better. I yeah. Mean, I don't even think and, it and looks that bad. Honestly, the, the rule of cool factor is what plays it for me here is uh, the, the guns being hole mounted on the Porphyron is what sells the Porphyron to me. And that's it. I've seen a Porphyron in real life. Jason's got one, and it's fucking magnificent. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Maybe if I saw this thing in real life, I'd have a different opinion. I don't know, man. It, but there's been so many models in the last couple of years that you get the initial um, look at them, and you're like, uh, I don't think I like that. And then you see it on the table, and it, seeing it in person I mean, I'm looking right always now. has that effect, too. You know, you might end yeah. up liking it. Which... Right now, I'm looking on the Fudge World webpage, and all those... People may or the guys they, or the, the you know about the community photos. Yeah, the community photos. The guys who ma- painted this model, those are really nice. Yeah, but as long as you put keep the shields on, it doesn't look as buggy. But if you keep the shields off, I think it looks like a bug with big legs. Damn, y'all! <laughs> Can we talk about a fucking price change again? Oh, I still get sticker up? shock when I look at this stuff. For when it when they converted it over from. Uh, to to U.S. dollars, where we can buy oh, our own currency. How much is it? Well, I'm not even looking at that. That's what oh, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at other models. Well, what oh, would yeah. you say? I'm how much is that one? Because we're talking about the correctness. So I'm like, oh yeah, let me look at that. Oh, fucking hundred and seventy dollars for a single tank, man. Just that, a Kestis is five hundred. What the correctness? Yeah. Oh shit! Never mind. <laughs> yeah, never getting one of those. That was cool. That was fun. It's a fun <laughs> fantasy for a moment. <laughs> I actually had one that I. Uh, yeah, I had one in the box and I traded it. Bet yeah. you're crediting that now, I guess. Man, this yeah, is and crazy. it's definitely like newer stuff is way more expensive than older stuff. Feels like it. A Thanatar is 120, whereas well, dude, look, go back and look at um, any of the new knights or the uh, like the knight Atropos. Those are all like 240 or 280 bucks now. Yeah, no, the 285. I remember when they were 180. 285. <sighs> yeah, man. That still gets sticker shock, but you know what? That's why we save money. We 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 dedicate to have direct deposit to a hobby account. <laughs> uh-huh. That's why nobody but us knows about. Clean out our credit unions. And we can just, you know, we can withdraw our retirement plans and buy <laughs> these. You know what? Fun now, die later. That's, That's right. my motto. Salad tomorrow. Salad I just, tomorrow. <laughs> I just don't plan to die. It's like... Yeah. Selling my soul, so whoever and needs then, a soul. And then I look at the price of these things, and I'm like, I have that sitting in a fucking closet collecting dust right now. Why is it not built, painted, and I'm not playing with it right now? This is so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm trying to find this knight. I can't find it. Hold on. 
I'm not. Oh, looking. am I not? I think it goes for pre-order this Friday. Oh, is that it? They just That's released the rules. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, okay. does Acastus not? Oh, yeah, it's a Porphyrin. Yeah. I'd imagine it's, it's going to be the then. same cost as a Porphyrin. Yeah, definitely. I'd imagine. Maybe. Well, a little bit more resin because those, those arms. Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you pay premium for them arms. Yeah. Okay, I have to. Also, let's talk about. Uh, well, we're talking about knights again still. The new little baby knights. Tiny baby knights. The little tiny ones that oh, are mechanicum. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The ones that you're showing. Armagers. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the little armager variants. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get me some of them. Mechanicum armagers. Yeah, man. They're fucking adorable. I saw a few uh, pictures of people unboxing. They look very yeah. sleek. Some of them have, what, conversion beamers and grav guns and Volkite and siege yeah. claws. Oh, yeah. Don't forget the this, uh, this knight has two. Uh, Volkites. You're right. Volkites. So even if you destroy that Spartan, you can still use a little. Your little yeah, titty Volkites to destroy. Yeah. Yeah, two Colverns. So, yeah, the heavy ones. Wow. So, you can still get eight shots of Volkite. I don't know, man. I'm st- Okay, so the Porphyrin's $510 for all of you frugal shoppers out there. But look at it. It's so badass. That's why I'm waiting until it comes for AT, and then I'll be like, I own three. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> what's the, uh, sorry, what's the points on the new one? 510. Or 540, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Five hundred forty. Yeah, because it was in the Porphyrin five hundred. The Porphyrin was five hundred ten. That's the model I looked at by accident. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Different strokes, I guess. It's out there now. Yeah. Yeah. Five fifty um, if you want to put the <clears throat> ocular, ocular augmentics on there. Oh, why not? Yeah. When we talk about Mechanica, man, they have they've been fucking getting some good products lately. So we got the termites. Sick, but the what? What is? Help me pronounce this. The Acteus. Yeah, I don't know how it's the pronounced. The big O fucking mole. subterranean mole. Oh yeah, I'd never looked at the rules before. The blimp. Have you looked at it? I feel like we looked. Did it? Does it have rules? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they, we've done this in an episode before, but yeah, <laughs> hey, I probably wasn't on it. It's fine. And this is an epiphany to me. Let's talk about it. Pick a location. And then every turn, that location increases by six inches. No, I do not recognize this. Oh, okay. Let's talk about this. All right, all right, all right. This weapon. Seismic shockwave. Once per game. At the end of the controlling player's movement for his turn, the Ordinatus may employ its seismic excavation macro drill and cause seismic shockwaves. When this occurs, the Ordinatus cannot move for the rest of the game uh, and counts as a vehicle that has suffered an irreparable immobilized result on the vehicle damage table. Yeah. Shockwave ability is used at the beginning of the next, or at the beginning of each of the controlling player's shooting phase for the rest of the game after the Ordinatus has employed its seismic shockwave macro drill. It causes seismic shock. Pick a point within six inches of the front of the hole of the Ordinatus. So within six inches. Mm-hmm. All right. All units, friendly or enemy, within a distance equal to the current game number multiplied by six inches of this point suffer a strength, or a D6, strength seven, AP4 hit. Vehicles are hit on their weakest facing armor. Holy shit. So let's talk about that. Turn six. Way way too much math. Yeah. (laughs) Turn six. I'll just simplify it. Turn one, six inches. This is one times six. Turn six, 36-inch radius. 
you're taking D6 strength 7 AP4 hits. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Fucking Is that everybody. 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 Friend and foe in Friend a 36 inch radius. It's taking that Carol hits everybody. The, uh, the tape measure. <laughs> that's pretty entertaining, actually. That's a bubble, like, Carol. That's not that's three foot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's three feet in a di- every direction. Yes, thank mm. you. Yeah, I want to see that used in a narrative game where the mole actually does not belong to either of the players, and it just happens to be like a mechanicum. Uh, Explorator Magos, who's just passing through, but doesn't realize that he's fucking up a whole battle. Above yeah, him. exactly. He's like, "Well, we're just going to try to drill down here and see if we can find some ore." And oh shit, what is that going on over there? Oops, Uh-oh. sorry. Move in close and investigate. Yeah, and this thing has all the other uh, benefits that a, a regular um, Ornatus does, right? So can't oh, yeah. destroy it on turn one. It's got so it's like so many buffs on it that you, you just can't take it down. 755 points for that ability, man. It's pretty impressive. Now, it also has a 40 troop transport capacity, and you can only do one or the other during uh, the game. But yeah, that Ordinatus, man. Yeah. Pretty fucking slick. So, uh, so yeah. That's about it. For a, lot of, a lot of throat clearing and coughing this episode. Sorry about that, y'all. It's okay. We are all sick. Oh, man. I was so hyped today. Games Workshop contacted me. Or Warhammer Official did. That's right. And they were like, we want to feature your knights. And I was like, sure. <laughs> Try to play it all cool. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Of course. Yeah, yeah, cool. It is pretty dark. Squealing like a little girl, a little yeah, school man. girl on the inside. I've been trying to get something up there. I've been like posting everything I've done. Oh, yeah. And finally, like the knights are, or the, what is it, the Myrmidon Maniple is what I posted. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. that got their attention. So I was like, awesome, awesome, man. And Josh also, our friend Josh. Uh, what's his last name? Do we need to drop his last name? I don't think so. Our friend Josh. Josh, you know who you are. He also, they saw his Myrmidon Maniple and were like, that's awesome. Can we feature it? So, nice. Yeah. And Josh has got, uh, what is it, the yellow with the with the black fire guys? Oh, yeah. He's got the Furians. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he did. Because like, they're all on like a beachfront too. So they've got like. Which is awesome, yeah, dude. The way he's doing oh, yeah, like rolling waves. Really yeah. Fucking guy's talented, but acts real coy about it, too. I don't like that. Like, you know he's capable of some great stuff, but he's like, I just kind of painted these up in my my spare time. No big deal. Straight up and sandbagged us. I I suck so bad. I'm so terrible at this. I wish I had more of these to paint. Yes, these will do. (laughs) But, yeah, so um, unless you got anything else, we'll wrap up this episode. Plug No, this is a good episode, guys. Thanks. It's real chill. Mm -hmm. Nothing to plug. No, I just got, Lancaster painting, plugs. usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan, plug us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never said no, that again. Oh, I started plug stepping me, Ryan. on Wilder. Plug my Go hole, Ryan. Plug the hole in my audio. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, just Lancaster painting, as usual. Uh, and then uh, I think, Ryan, you have a couple events coming up, right? I got some uh, invites to him. Yeah, so I, I just uh, added an event to Maryland 30K. It's on the 20th of July. Uh, it's up at a place called Dream Wizards, which is in Rockville, Maryland. It's the first time we're running an event up there. Yeah, I've and never heard our, of that place before. Uh, I have not actually been there. It's one of the uh, other dudes in Maryland, uh, Rob. Uh, he he used to run a lot of events mm-hmm. back in the day, and he knows some folks. I guess he knows the owner of this store. So he's setting up a, 
nice narrative heresy event. It's going to be three games, I think 1,500 points. Mm. Uh, and it's going to just be chock full of narrative shenanigans. That sounds so if fun. You're, yeah, if you're in the Maryland area, uh, Rockville is out there like off of 495 and 270. Check it out. It's on cool. uh, 20 July. And then I added, I added the Invitational, but that's really not for the lay people. But Prospera will be recreated mm. in the near future. I have to get like seven models done for that event. So oh, I have, uh, <laughs> I have like forty-five. Yeah, we'll see. I've I, I got Valdor done. That's all that matters. I'll play with just Valdor. I actually do have some Thousand Suns lying around. Oh yeah. Oh, that sounds. Got to finish yeah. painting those up. The candy cane red. Yeah. Oh, candy cane red and white. Yeah. Oh shit, they are Christmas, aren't they? A little bit. Never thought of that. Well, that's <laughs> let's add some green. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yep, and um. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Caro's heading up the Instagram now. Well done, Caro. It's got a lot of activity on there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm currently trying to get a post today, but life That's happens. Good. So we'll see. Um, you can follow us. Again, I already said that, so never mind. Um, don't follow us. us. Don't <laughs> add us. <laughs> don't do don't unfollow us. You just told yeah. them to no, unfollow do, us. No, God don't don't fact, unfollow do us. Opposite. Just don't follow us. Yeah, if if you like us, be sure to hit that like button on Facebook. Smash. Yeah, just smash honestly, that like button. That'd be great. Honestly, smash even if you like hate button. us, smash it even harder. Just yeah, to show like us really how much drive you do the point like home. Because we get reports. Everybody knows this. Like you get reports on how hard people click their mice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we appreciate it, guys. Or no, we no. <laughs> we are really sad the, for uh, the mice. Yeah, the biggest way that this podcast can grow is if people share it. And uh, yeah. yeah, be sure to like it on Facebook, the little like button, share it on Twitter, Instagram. I'm doing everything over again. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Stuck like in our, the loop. We got YouTube. If you, for some reason, like to listen to we us We have to do YouTube. another live cast. Live cast was fun. We have a live yeah. show on there. And um, every podcast is now just uh, on YouTube as well. Oh, also, I want to plug uh, uh, Amazon Prime because they need business. Yeah. Chernobyl, <laughs> Mr. Bezos. Dudes, if you guys haven't seen Chernobyl, Chernobyl's on Amazon. No, that's HBO. I'm wrong. It's Netflix. It's Netflix. No, it's Netflix? HBO. It's HBO. HBO. It's HBO. I have HBO, HBO through Amazon Prime, folks. I'm sorry. Okay, it's, <laughs> but anyways, if you want to see what Radphage weapons do IRL and what destroyers would do IRL, watch Chernobyl because it's just like goddamn. And then be a champest that you played. Yeah, I do need to go watch that because Chernobyl as, as a. Uh, Nuclear industrial worker myself. Yeah, really we'll put the fear of Chernobyl. God into you. You'll be like, I don't think I'm going to work today. <laughs> granted, it was a com- well. Granted, Chernobyl was a completely different type of reactor than what yeah. we have now. But anyway, anyway, that's yeah. neither here nor there. But you know, but, Chernobyl, or as yeah. the Death Guards say, a Tuesday. But it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely a major lesson in uh, communication and yeah. ethics. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. This is a this, this is a nuclear safety yeah. this is a nuclear safety podcast now, folks. Y'all have a great night. Yep, have a great night oh. or day or whatever. Yep. Like what us, like us on Apple. Give us some ratings. I iTunes. like us on iTunes. iTunes, that's right. Yeah. Oh. What beans? It's, like, it's Apple Podcast. Yeah, iTunes. R- yeah. Rip. Rip. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Pod Republic. Podbean, our host. Tinder. 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 Yes. Smash right. Grinder. Oh, check out our uh, Richmond 30K t shirts if you haven't seen those yet. Kara's yeah. wearing one right now, and I'm super happy how those turned out. Oh, yeah.
comfortable. I ordered mine. I can't wait to get it. Yeah. Stickers came out great, too. Yeah, just buy our shit. Yeah, oh, <laughs> just show support. We love oh, you. Thank yeah, you. No, no. Thank you. I'm not, I'm not done yet. Yeah, oh, thank you for our patrons. Yeah. Oh, yeah, patrons. the patrons. Garner of the Tree of Woe. Uh, Joe from Music City Heresy. Chris Mack. Alex Sell. Thank you guys so much for your top-tier donations. We greatly appreciate it. And we don't know why you listen to our craziness, but we thank you for listening to it. So, again, thank you all. Have a great night. And, uh, yeah. Best closing out we've ever done, I think. <laughs> Nails I, I got, I, you know, the one thing I meant to have in front of me, I don't have. So, yeah. there we go. I can. <laughs> Bye. Oh, Black love. <laughs>